8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. That was such an important discussion with a woman with some such great insights. But I do find, as I say that, that I appear to be saying that so often, just about every single night, because we have a fabulous big eater every single night. So, so don't miss that again, even for next week, of course. Right? Uh, a podcast of our chat with uh, with uh, Professor Sarah Matreta. You'll carry it up tomorrow morning about nine o'clock. So check it out on the SAFM website, and and that includes all of the podcasts of the last couple of weeks from this show and many other shows. So look out for that SAFM.co.za. But also find it on my timeline. I will I will post some of that. Um, well, those podcasts as well. Okay, so that's one thing. Let's move on then to the the bigger picture. Let's get the bigger picture into what's really going on with a child who is born in South Africa, uh, but his parents or her parents are are foreign born, but he's born in this country or she's born in this country, and there's issues about their birth certificates. Now, whether these parents are citizens, it's all a bit complex. My understanding is that from a home affairs point of view, that these children who were born in this country, means anybody born in this country in the past, would get a birth certificate. Not necessarily citizenship, but they will get a birth certificate. Apparently, that's being withdrawn. That's the bottom line to this. Let's try and make sense of it. We'll get three guests over the next 30 minutes as we get the big picture into what's really happened with these children of foreign-born parents, but these children born in this country. First up is the Acting Director General at the Department of Home Affairs. That's the uh, Acting DG Tulani Mabusa. Appreciate your time, Tulani. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good evening and good evening to your listeners. Thank you. Okay, so, so set it up for us. What what has been proposed and where are we at with this proposal? Well, um, no, thank you very much for allowing us the opportunity. Um, we have obviously issued um, the revised regulations in that regard. Um, uh, with the closing comments, uh, sorry, uh, closing to the public uh, comments uh, tomorrow, what we are trying to do is that over the years, um, in South Africa, we do not issue citizenship to persons who are born in South Africa out of foreign parents. But what we do, we issue what we call a notice of birth. But the, 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 the form or the, the document that we have been using actually had a word birth certificate in them. So that is why, they, which is was a handwritten document, which is a confirmation that the person must take to their embassy or the country of origin so that they can be able to show that actually that child belongs to them and that the birth occurred in the Republic of South Africa. So what we are trying to do is not changing anything, but also changing the document that we issue to foreign nationals other than the birth certificate. Because we cannot issue a birth certificate because when you issue a birth certificate, that person must be in a national population register as a citizen. In this instance, we're talking, we're normalizing what has always been happening in relation to the notice of birth that must be taken to the embassy or the country of origin. So, so there's, there's some areas that are a bit great to me here, right? Uh, so, if it, because we're talking of a child in, in the first instance, if a child is born on South African soil, right? Uh, Correct. Do, do, do they not get automatic South African citizenship because they are born? In this country? No, let me explain. Our Citizenship Act is very clear. A person who's born in the, on our soil can only be a citizen if one or two of the parents are South African citizens. Let's take parents who are here, for example, 
on a work permit. Two of them, they are on a work permit. They are here to work in South Africa mm. for three, four, five years. They give birth to a child. We need to give them a notice of birth. And then they can be, so that they can be able to claim to their country, this is our child, rather than the, the country of origin will say, where do you get this child from? So that's what Home Affairs has been doing over the years. But that document that was being issued to them, it had the words birth certificate, which was handwritten, not in electronic. Because remember, in South Africa, all children that are born, we give them an electronic copy of the birth certificate, not a handwritten one. But for foreign nationals, that's what we have been using. Okay. Now, so, yeah. you, you become a citizen either when you're one of your parents is a citizen or both of them. Or when you are born out of permanent residence, and then you you, ask, you remain in South Africa as a foreign child with a foreign do- document, but in not leave the Republic of South Africa until you achieve what you call a major age, which is 18, you can then elect to take a South African citizenship, but the law allows that. Okay, now... We're going to bring in others as well in just a moment, but but here's the thought, right? So so if parents are foreign-born, uh, foreign nationals, but now they've got South African citizenship also, then that's fine. Then the discussion doesn't won't take place. That child will be a South African. Is that correct, right? That's 100% okay. correct. So yes. this is now where they they in the country for various reasons. Maybe work is the classic example, but they're still nationals of another country, whichever country correct. that may be, right? Now, you, you say that in effect, principally, it won't change much, accepting it's just a wording change. You do accept that there's been a storm. There's been criticism uh, from many quarters suggesting that the the position taken by Home Affairs goes against the grain uh, of of international norms. What do you say to that? No, it doesn't. I mean, uh, we we have South Africans who live in London, who live in Canada, who live in Australia. When those children that are born, as long as that South African citizen is there either on a permanent resident permit or on 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 a work visa, those children do not live. I mean, at what point do you say that because your child is born in a foreign country, is not therefore a citizen of the country that you're coming from? That is why our law is written in that context. We are, the only part that we allow, we say, if you are a permanent resident, we've got people who are permanent residents in this country for 30, 40 years who never also take up citizenship as naturalized citizens. But when their children are born, they do not know any other country other than South Africa. That is why we give those children and a, a choice when they reach the major age, which is 18, to elect to take South African citizenship. Because remember, a child in the Republic follows the status of the parent. If the child is born out of refugees, refugee parents, they, have, they become refugees. If the child is, the, is a permanent resident, they follow the, they become permanent resident. If the child is a South African citizen, they follow the status of parents. All very, very interesting, complex and uh, concerning, certainly to many people. That's the the opening salvo on this one with my guest, Tulani uh, Mavuso, who is the acting DG at the Department of Home Affairs. We'll get different thoughts on this in a moment. Afternoon Express is your premium weekday lifestyle show only on SABC3. Tune in all through the holiday season for your daily dose of lifestyle entertainment. Every Monday, we bring you some of the most inspirational people to keep you motivated. Join the Tuesday cook-along to get tips on how to prepare flavorful dishes for your whole family. Whether you're spending your holidays at home, at work, or outdoors, we will provide you with all your leisure needs suitable for everyone. Weekdays from 4.30 to 5.30, only on 3. 
this coming Thursday on Winner Home. The pressure is on with only one week left to completely design and decorate their kitchen spaces. Follow the design duos as they transform their plans into reality. Will their ideas be a recipe for success or will it all come crashing down? Catch Winner Home Thursday, 15 November at 7.30pm on SABC3 with a repeat on Saturday at 3pm. SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. So we're talking about the status in terms of documentation for uh, for a child who was born in South African soil, but their parents are foreign nationals. But of course, they would be in the country at this time. In the past, they were getting a, a type of birth certificate, not anymore, according to Home Affairs. Well, in fact, we have until tomorrow to uh, put forward any representations on this issue. Let's get another take on this with Liesl Muller, who's the head of the, who heads up the Statelessness Project at Lawyers for Human Rights. Liesl, appreciate your time. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. What do you make of, of what Home Affairs are wanting to do? Well, our main concern is that the document that they're wanting to issue is not a birth certificate. And this is quite clear uh, from the regulations. When you look at the form, there's actually a sentence on the form that says that this is not a birth certificate. So the problem with that is that a child needs a birth certificate for various things. And and basic human rights are the, the first things that you look at, like education, access to medical facilities and these kinds of things. But what what's more important... Um, is also that a birth certificate is the thing that allows you to apply for citizenship later in your life. So the kind of children that we're worried about are uh, the, the, the children who are stateless, so firstly the children who don't have... Okay, can continue. I'm not sure what happened there. Carry and, on. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, so the children who don't have a nationality won't be able to go to an embassy to get a birth certificate and the Citizenship Act doesn't allow them to apply for citizenship if they don't have a birth certificate. The same goes for refugee children who won't be able to go to the embassy to apply for a birth certificate because uh, of the nature of their status. Um, If they avail themselves to the protection of their embassy, they lose their refugee protection. So this basically means that a refugee child will never have a birth certificate and a stateless child will never have a birth certificate. And this is quite obviously... Uh, a violation of international law and our constitution, which says that every child has the right to a name and a nationality from birth. So, without that birth certificate, let's just let's just clarify. How mm-hmm. do you see? Uh, and I certainly will get the D, the DG's thoughts in a second. How do you see what would happen to the child uh, throughout the schooling years? Because they may say there's no problem. We, we'll accept them anyway. You you foresee problems? Yes, absolutely. A birth certificate is one of the requirements for admission to school. So without a birth certificate, a child can be admitted provisionally for three months, but then the school will uh, not allow the, the child to go to school any longer. And so a refugee child, I mean, the, uh, the, the result will be that a refugee child will not be able to go to school. Okay, let me, I, I want to bring in, uh, in fact, let's have the deputy or the acting DG back on the line because okay. uh, I want to get his thoughts on, on what was just uh, said there. Right, Tulani Mabusa, go ahead and, and uh, respond to, to that comment from Liesl. Well, I lost most of the comments because uh, we got cut off. But I just want to explain that, again, as I've indicated before, a child within the Republic of South Africa follows the status of the parents. You cannot have a situation where you go into a country to work for five years. You give birth to a child in that country. 
you then, the child, abandon your child, and then they must assume a citizenship of South Africa because you were there to work for five years. How many South Africans go abroad to work there? Those children do not assume the citizenship of that particular country. I think these NGOs must sometimes be realistic. The second point I want to say is that if the child is a refugee, we will give the refugee documentation to an extent that we even give you a refugee passport because people who are not supposed to be going back to the countries of origin because they are persecuted. I think people are abusing our constitution because of the Bill of Rights that gives certain right to certain to, 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 to citizens and also to people who are in the republic. I think we need to be able to be realistic. We need to be able to govern as a country. Our laws are very clear. If our citizenship act is unconstitutional, let it be challenged because our citizenship act is very clear. One, you're born here, you are not a South African citizen if you are not a South African. You are, we give you a confirmation so that you can be able to say to your country of origin, this is my child who was born in South Africa. Give me a passport of my country of origin. Give me a birth certificate in my country of origin. But when we're dealing with refugees, we will not going to leave them stateless because we will give them a confirmation that they are refugees in this country. So it, it can't be correct that the, the NGOs are running with a particular rush, uh, point. You know, that, that tends to say that, you know what, the fact that you're born in South African soil, voila, you have what you call a, a, a citizenship. No, it doesn't work like that. The law is very clear. Citizenship is unconstitutional. Let them challenge you to defend that issue. Okay, let me bring in then a, a third guest on this issue, which is Martha Shumba, who's a Zimbabwean social activist. She's in South Africa, founder of an organization called She Dead Foundation. Martha, good chatting to you and thanks for your time. Oh, good day, Ashraf. How are you? I'm good indeed. I'm concerned, of course, and, and perhaps I'd like to know what, what your thoughts are on this issue to effectively replace a, a birth certificate for, for children born of foreign nationals in our country with a different type of documentation. Uh, I understand you have your thoughts and your own experiences as well. Tell me about that. Oh, it's it's terrible. Um, I know they have their own reasons, like he has explained why they are doing this. Uh, but it's not fair on on foreigners and foreign children because uh, most of these foreigners have been here for far too long and their children are actually studying here. They don't know any other country except for South Africa. So that's why I'm saying it's unfair. I, for example, I've been in this country for about 10 years. I have a child with a South African. We went to home office to do him a better certificate and they denied him a better certificate. They gave him that notice to say I should go to my own embassy, which is an issue because I'm an asylum holder. I can't do that. The father tried to um, to talk to them to say, okay, you take my name and say names and all of that, but they refused. They said, you guys, it's either you go get married or anything, but we can't give you a better certificate. As we speak, we had to involve a human rights lawyer for him to go to school, but still he doesn't have a better certificate. Okay, you're you saying you're Zimbabwean, but your your husband is a South African citizen. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, a South African with an ID. So, so here's an interesting thought. Uh, uh, Tulani, help us with that one. Now, let me explain again. I said to you, the Citizenship Act is very clear. If one of the parents is a South African, that child can actually, that child is a South African. So if the father of the child is a South African, he can actually register the birth of the child, even though the mother is an asylum seeker in this country. That's one. And the reason why the mother is an asylum seeker is because, remember, we have to determine 
the claim that she's making, because an asylum seeker program is mainly designed for people who are persecuted in their country, who are running away from wars, who are running away from political persecution. Therefore, they come to the country and claim asylum. In the majority, people who are in the asylum regime in this country, 95% of people who are claiming asylum in this country, they're actually economic migrants. So we reject about 95% of the applications and approve about 5% that are deemed to be the real refugees because they're either persecuted in the country. The issue of economic downfall of a particular country, the UN is actually now considering that issue to say, you know, famine and drought and economic depression should actually now be considered as a factor that actually a person can use to claim asylum. But at this point in time, the, 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 the international convention looks at the people who are vulnerable, who have been being persecuted in their own countries for political reasons. But in this case, if Bidal, she's arguing for her personal case rather than a systemic, systemic issue. If in any personal case that the father is a South African, that father can raise that child. But let me say something. I cannot assert that you are, you, 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 you have a Zimbabwean partner like mm. the lady has just claimed. Then you come to us at home affairs with a 10-year-old child and say, this is my child. We are going to demand for you to prove paternity to the child. Because what, what, what if she actually had come with a particular child and had regularized that child? Okay. Can you, can you look into this issue? I mean, the plan is not to speak about her only, and I understand that. But can you look into her issue? Can, we, can I get uh, Tapelo just to connect the two of you guys, just to find out whether there's a real problem that can be solved here? No, I'm more than happy to deal with that okay. particular specific case. All right. But what I'm trying to say to you is, as, as, as a concluding remark in the point that she's raising is that if someone is giving birth today and the father is South African, she's an asylum seeker, and then the, the, the birth has happened in a hospital, we've got officials who visit hospitals on, on a day-to-day basis. Then they register that child in hospital or they register at the Department of Home Affairs offices Within 30 days, there are no major requirements in relation to proof paternity. But when somebody comes with a child with 10, 15, 20, there's no way. You have to go to ask okay. paternity. All right, let's, you know, let's leave it at that. All right, so that, that part, okay, can we do this then? Martha, we're going to get your details, and I'll get to, uh, I'm going to say, we're going to get to Lani to connect with yourself off air and, and see if we can resolve this issue. Is that fine? Okay, no, that's all right. That's all right. And just uh, for, for correction, uh, the child was born here at coronation, so we went to home affairs seven days after the child was born. So it's not a ten-year-old case. Okay, fa- fair enough. I-, I think that's the issue you need to just sort out, and hopefully there's a good news story uh, to come out of that. Uh, I want to go back and I want to get to some of the callers too. Uh, Liesl Muller, you've heard some of the thoughts coming out uh, once again from Tulani. Do you want to pick up on something there? Yes, I think it's important to make a distinction between birth registration and citizenship. I agree with Tulani that every child born here is not a citizen, but every child born here does have the right to a birth certificate. And that is the, the reason for that is because the birth certificate is one of the most important events in a person's life because the birth certificate will, will determine many things in your life, proving your nationality, whether it's here or abroad, uh, your, uh, proving your legal identity. And, and I think the second thing that's important is that it's not clear to me what the reason is for making the distinction between a confirmation of birth and a birth certificate. There doesn't seem to be any legitimate constitutional reason, which means that it's only an unfair discrimination in terms of the Constitution Section 9, the Equality Clause. 
um, seeking to take rights from foreign children. Uh, we're not saying that uh, children of foreign uh, uh, parents must have citizenship, but that they must have a birth certificate because that will determine their access to rights for the rest of their lives. Um, and that's very important. Okay. What, what about... Tulani, let me just pick up on this. You, you said, I mean, historically, it's always been about a, a birth certificate. W- what has informed this change? Because, I mean, I think when you do that, you also would look at what other countries have done faced with similar problems. And I did make the point, there's a claim that, that, that what is being done now by South Africa would conflict international law. It's something that you've refuted already, right? But I understand that. But what have other countries done with similar stories? Okay, let me let me let me go back. What we did over the years was that when someone comes in, uh, sort of give birth in South Africa, we would then give a document, which was a handwritten document, which is called a birth certificate. So we'll print this um, this document, uh, and they were called birth certificates. And we could not do an electronic one because we can't enter those details of that particular child on there. Uh, on the national population register. We then give that birth certificate to go and register in the foreign national, in the, in, in the embassy of your country, of the, that the foreign national will take. But what we are trying to resolve is that interpretation issue, that you, when you are born in South Africa, you are a foreign national. We need to give a notice of death, in other words, a confirmation that this child is yours, as a foreign national, that you go and register. I'm, I'm even making an example. A South African child who's born in the United Kingdom today does not get a birth certificate. They get a notice of birth so that you can go to your country of origin, to the embassy of your country to okay. do that. So that's, that's, a, sta- a, so that's a standard it practice. Does not, yeah. It does not deprive whatever rights. Because remember, and, 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 and I think you need to get this thing very right. Yes, the child is born here, born in South African soil. Their parents are either here on academic reasons, they're either here on political reasons, or when, whatever reason that brings them into South Africa. But the fact of the matter is that that child does not lose the identity of the citizenship of his parents. So that would be quite incorrect. I know that, for example, the U.S. has got a different policy in relation to a person when they're born in, on, in, 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 in the U.S. soil and things like that. But in South Africa, our law is very clear. It is the same as in Zimbabwe. You know, in Zimbabwe, you cannot be a citizen by the fact that you were born there as a foreign national. It, 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 it's not allowed. You become a citizen because you were born in Zimbabwe. Okay. It's very clear in that regard. All right, got that. Let's so take... I do not understand why would then there's an expectation that you need to accord certain rights. Because I said to you when we started this interview, a child follows the status of parents. Okay. If they're refugees, if they're refugees. If they're permanent resident, they're permanent resident. If they're natural resident, they should natural resident. Okay. Let's get let's get two or three very quick calls on this issue. Uh, Kalala in is in, is in Bloomington. You're on the air now. Hello. Yes, Ashra. Yep. Uh, Ashra, me have a question. It did happen to me with a refugee status. My wife a refugee status. When our child was born, the same day I was in the hospital, they refused to register my child to give even that piece of paper. The guest is talking. Then I had to fight, fight, until I went to home affairs of Belleville. Can they give me that paper that he's saying that not a birth certificate? So my question would be, do we have to hand on that paper back again so that they can change it? Then I have my brother who come after me. He's a slum seeker, but his wife 
was having a refugee status. She did best, they refused to register. Now, as we're speaking, the wife got permanent residence. Then I said, now you can go and register at home affairs in Benoni in Jobek where they are. They refused. That child got not even any piece of paper except the book from the clinic. Okay, that's your your thought. Uh, thank you for that. We'll get a response in a moment. I want to get another call, uh, Imduduzi from the Val. You're on the air now. Hello. How are you, Ashraf? I'm good indeed, right? What's, what's your view? No, I'm fine. Ashraf, my point is one. I'm, I'm going to be very short. I mean, we cannot get foreigners coming into our country. Staying. They are not xenophobic to say they come into the country pleading that they are refugees. Zimbabwe is very stable now. And I'm Nangawa. Okay? It's fine. Mm-hmm. As the gentleman was saying to more affairs, they come here for economic benefits. And then we cannot. We are over. Dr. Mtualidi, Arun Mtualidi was also saying today, our hospitals are over flooded. Okay? South mm-hmm. Africans cannot even get Okay, but that, that's a separate discussion. You must understand that. You know, this is about the policy of somebody born in the country. You're talking about the issues of foreign nationals in general, and I hear that, but that's, that really is a, a, another issue completely. Uh, Liesl, just, you know, picking up what was said uh, by Tulani about what other countries, like you get the example of UK, are, are we not then, you know, people like yourself and others, are you not basically raising a storm that's really not there? No, um, the case in all other countries is that a birth certificate is issued. That is the case. And and the point is that it has nothing to do with, it doesn't mean that we're giving them citizenship. It means that we're giving them a birth certificate, which is a universally, internationally recognized standard for each and every child. And um, we cannot punish children for any kind of uh, offenses that parents uh, you know, in terms of immigration, we can't try and regulate immigration by refusing birth certificates because that is a basic human right, like the right to dignity and the right to life. So we need to focus on the best interest of the child, which is what our constitution requires of us, and um, we need to be in, contra- in uh, you know conformity with the rest of the world when we say that every child needs to have a birth certificate. Whether that means citizenship or not okay. is not the point. But, but you heard, just to confirm, that Tulani is actually disputing. He's saying it, it, that's not the case in the UK. No, that's definitely... Uh, a birth certificate does not mean citizenship. So other countries issue birth certificates without um, recognizing citizenship. It's something quite apart. Okay. Uh, we... Uh, Tulani, now, now, okay, you want to just pick up uh, then in terms of what Liesl said? Because, again, you, you differ. Uh, what, what may happen next in this then? Okay. Well, I, I take the point that Liesl is making. So the first thing that I want to say is that, one, um, if the issue, if the dispute is about the wet birth certificate, I think we're more than prepared to consider that. That's one issue. The second issue is that we are waiting for the public comments uh, by the end of tomorrow so that we can be able to gauge this. So, so what I would probably consider uh, moving forward is that we would then have to issue maybe, let's say, a birth certificate say, and say a foreign birth certificate so that it, it, it becomes very clear that it has nothing to do with the national population register or the recognition. Because currently the confusion has been that somebody would say, no, 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 this person was born in South Africa. Uh, he's got a birth certificate even, even though it's 100 
because that that certificate that we currently issue, I think I I had an issue when, when I joined the department. That's the first issue I raised. I said I think we have an issue here. We need to fix this thing so that it becomes very clear that this is just a notice of death that you got. But if the words birth certificate in this case, we got ask our legal advice um, to look into that and advise us accordingly okay. to say what how we can capture those. All right, words. let's. But let's... I think we, it is not our intention to actually make it difficult and cause a lot of uh, harm to children who are born in this country. All what we are saying is that they must follow the proper status and not at a later stage with that document okay. to say, no, 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 I was born in South Africa. That's why... It okay, got that. Let's leave it at that. We will certainly follow that story, I'm sure, about it. Thank you for your time, uh, Tulani Mabuso, the Acting Director General, DG, that is at the Department of Home Affairs. And thank you as well to Liesl Muller, who heads the Statelessness Project at the Lawyers for Human Rights. And before that, we had Martha Shumba with her specific problem around her child who's born in this country, uh, but effectively not given a birth certificate. Uh, and, and there's a big issue around it, but her husband is South African. She's Zimbabwean. Something we need to talk about. Let's get into innovation. There's Award winners we'll touch on in a moment.